Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Paddock Blues, or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. We're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Okay. This is recording, I think. It is, right? Is it going? Yep. Does it give you a countdown? That's kind of rude of Zoom to not give you a countdown. It really should give you a countdown, shouldn't it? Five, four, three, two, one. Zoom should hire you to do their countdown. <laughs> They're looking for the Scouse speaking, Auntie. I couldn't. Are you Scouse? I couldn't tell. <laughs> Lila. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Yeah, of course. Hello and welcome to <laughs> what do we call Paul? Paddock Blues. The Paddock Blues podcast um recorded by Everton fans for Everton fans so I am Melinda and um I mean I just thought you all really missed hearing my voice so I thought I would just you know get back get back in your ear drums (laughs) um and uh me and Paul little Paul Brown over here we have decided to uh do a brand new podcast uh from blues that sit in the paddock and I got to be honest with you, I mean, I like sit in the paddock by proxy, I guess. I, can I use that? Is that the correct terminology for this? I don't know. But big shout out to Jordan for letting me use his season ticket, which is <laughs> a boss seat in the paddock, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, I'm just there, you know, kicking it when Jordan can't make it, keeping his keeping his seat nice and warm. So big shout out to him. Yeah, um, I've been in the paddock for all the last seven, eight years now. I was in the lower bullens, but now I'm in the paddock and it's the best seat I've ever had in the ground. So when we came up with a name for the new podcast, there was there's five of us who started this and it just so happens that all of us sit in the paddock. So the name is right in front of us. So there you go. Yeah. And um, if anyone sits in the paddock and like doesn't want their seasons to take it anymore, just hit me up because <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for one. Um, so actually, Paul, I, what, what made you move from the paddock to, I mean, sorry, from the lower bullens to pa- the paddock? It's just a better seat. Mm. It's just a, um, you just got to pick your opportunities when they come up and you put in for the transfer and then one came up and then me and my dad went down to have a look at the seats and it was perfect. So we've been there ever since. That's boss. Yes, yeah, so you sit with your dad and I think your brother's with you as well, right? Yeah, my brother's a couple of seats away from me and then my older brother... It's just got a season ticket this year. It's about five rows in front of me. So yeah. hopefully when we move to Bramley Moor, we can all sit together and you can sit with us if you're still here. What? What is that? What do you think I'm going to pop my clogs or something? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Never know. Now nah, you mean if I head back to the old... To America. To, to America, because I'm so American. <laughs> Literally, everybody thinks I'm American. And But the man... The man, <laughs> that sounds a bit funny. This is, this is going somewhere. The man that dropped off my parcel this evening, um, which I will speak about uh, in, in a minute. I got a very 
uh, very cool uh, little gift, bought a little gift for myself. And um, he turns to me and he goes, are you Canadian? And I almost fell. Well, I wasn't sitting. I almost, I don't even know what. Fainted. I was like, fainted. There you go. I was just genuinely shooketh to my chorus. I was like, bro, you're the first person who has guessed that correctly. And he's like, there's a subtle difference between a Canadian and American accent. And I was like, you nailed it, my guy. Some people I, think Canada is actually in America, though, don't they? Oh, yeah. I've had that, too. Yeah. 100%. But I cannot believe he guessed it. I was like, if I had a gold star, you would get it. 100%. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've had people go, well, we're about in America as Canada then. And I'm like. So for people who don't <laughs> know Melinda, tell them why you're an Evertonian. Why am I an Evertonian? Yeah. Give them history. <laughs> back in old 92 um you know two people who loved each other very much created me <laughs> in a place called Birkenhead love that for me so I was born in Arrow Park and um grew up uh being a blue basically you know my my dad's a blue um mom was a blue uh sorry mom was a red my sister's a red <sighs> coffee and um, we're just split down the middle, really. My my uncles are red, but my other uncles are blue. And my cousins are blue, so we're, we're kind of all over the place. Um, my granddad, rest in peace, I guess he was a red, so whatever. Um, <laughs> that was a bit cold. I'm just joking. Won't hold a lot against him. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's walking alone now, isn't he? <laughs> Not walking at all. I'm just kidding, yeah. Herbert. Please don't like strike me down from the heavens. <laughs> um but yeah so basically that's that's kind of what what happened um and then we moved to Canada in uh, early 2000s but kind of like football was not to get all like me sentimental but like football was that thing that that really did like keep me and my dad kind of like uh you know connected to yeah. to home really you know um so yeah I, I would come back and watch a couple of games here and there whenever we were around at Goodison but uh, so you are actually English then yeah, man, I have, I have yeah. a, I have dual citizenship. <laughs> Both England and the World Cup. I do, and I'm probably gonna. If England played Canada, who would you support? Yo, could you imagine if that actually happened? I would actually. It's a possibility. Who would you support? Oh, man, I, I, I mean, I'm in England now, aren't I? Really? Yeah. But to be fair, when I'm in Canada, I would have said I'm supporting England if it came down to it. So I do feel like if I'm here in England, I mean, I don't know. Nah, it's got to be England, man. It's always England for me. Always, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, defo. And I've got a uh, got a really nice England top as well, to be fair. So I like to wear that any occasion that I can really get it. So um, yeah, okay. So back to back to my story of the delivery man. So I know he thought I was Canadian and I was like, well done, gold star. Um, but he dropped off. I ordered this unreal mug from, um, oh, what's his name on Twitter? Just doodling, is it? Yeah, just do, just doodling Rob? Yeah. Just doodling yeah. Rob. So yeah, his Twitter is at just doodling Rob. Literally, that's it. Um, and it is the Onana, Ghana, and Awobi mug. I'm like showing, well, me and Paul are on Zoom, so I'm like... <laughs> I'm showing him, but like you guys obviously won't be able to see. So you can head to my Twitter and check out my video. But warning, apparently don't put headphones in and turn your volume down because everyone's having a go at me right now on Twitter. 
because the volume is really loud apparently. I didn't know. Um, I was just very excited, much excite. Okay, a lot of excitement happening. It's a boss mug. Uh, I can't wait to bring this into work actually on Monday morning. Cause oh, uh, it would be a bit dangerous taking on to work. Do I look like, do I look like I No, care? I don't mean like cause people think, just mean for smashing the purposes. Oh, well, no, like I don't think you'll get smashed. If I walk in and this thing is smashed, someone did it. Like that would not be okay. That would just be rude. But every single person on my team is a city fan. So like they love Everton. Every time I speak about Everton, they're like, yeah, Frank Lampard. I'm like, I know, what a babe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, yeah, why don't we get into a little Everton content? Are we here to talk about Everton? Yeah. I don't know. We are, are we? aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just got a little away. Sorry, Paul. I'm very, I'm very lonely and I don't have friends and no one speaks to me. So I was just <laughs> sorry for taking up a, a small portion of your day to have a conversation. My bad. Let's get down to business then, shall we? Let's get down to it. Let's do it. Get down to business. Okay. So um, do we want to talk about United a little bit? I mean, me and Paul were both there chilling in the paddock, not really vibing. Not Well, we were, I was, I was flying after Robobi's goal to be fair like I genuinely thought th- those first like 10 minutes you know were, were brilliant from Everton I do think we looked great um you know it, and it all just sort of fell apart very quickly unfortunately um so Paul what were your thoughts of the sort of initial 10 minutes as well were you kind of like me yeah it's all like the goal set us back and sort of like made Man United better. I was sitting next to my nephew at the time, and he was, we were saying the United looked brilliant here. They looked like they settled down even after we went one 0 up. And it's sort of like Everton didn't know what to do with the with the goal lead, and um, just kept giving the ball away and not closing the men down. United's movement off the ball was just well better than ours. And you know, I think everybody's overlooked Man United because they got battered by Man City and. Everyone likes to laugh at Man United at the moment, but I think we forget the team that they've assembled there is just something that we can only dream of at the moment. They've got a £95 million winger. They've got Cristiano Ronaldo. They've got Bruno Fernandes. They've got Christian Eriksen. They're no mugs. They're a good team, and they showed it against us. They were, they were well a better team against us last week. But there's no shame, and just ourselves off, and we've got to go again. Yeah, like, you're completely right. <laughs> I feel like they've kind of found themselves again, you know, like I know they were definitely going through a bit of a rough patch, but I mean, that does, that happens in football, doesn't it really? But um, no, they, they were the better team and, and they deserve the points. They deserve to win. We it's were just the movement that. off the ball. It's just, it's just well better than ours. It's like I said on my uh, Twitter, I said, um, they look, they made things happen while we watched things happen. You yeah. know, you've seen not a single amount, Anthony Gordon, just ball watching all the time. While they've got players moving off the ball, Luke Shaw, Ericsson, they're all just moving all the time. And that's where we've got to, and we've got to stop giving the ball away. It's just so frustrating. It's like the basics of football is being able to pass the ball to each other and our players sometimes just cannot do it. So speaking of sort of giving the ball away and it like physically pains me to like say this, but Gana Gay, I mean like... You were shocking. It was shocking, was shocking. I know. Like, I think there's was... a bit of an overreaction. People saying, "Oh, we might be too old." I don't. 
He was just lazy. He was just a lazy claim. It will be done it as well, but it will be had a better game. It will be gave the second goal away, trying to take Casemiro on. It's, you've got to pick your battles. That wasn't one of them. Yeah, exactly. I did see. I, I was, I, you know, I saw what he tried, what he was trying to do, and it just didn't work, unfortunately. Right? Like, and we're gonna have those moments, but. I did see, like someone did put on Twitter, you know, maybe we did need a bit of a reality check. And like, the more I think about that, I'm yeah. like, you know, I think you're, you're bang on the money with that one because we've been doing it consistently. I mean, well, you know, we've gotten some wins now. Well, we got one win, <laughs> but you know, I mean, well, sorry, two, two, sorry, two, but then draws, you know, so it hasn't been terrible, but it hasn't been exceptional by any no. means. So it's been better. It's been better and we're getting better, but we're not there yet. No, we're not. We're just we're not. not. I mean, this, we've still got a little bit of a hangover from last season. I, I mean, I have because I'm still worried about going down. But it was at this time last season, I don't want to alarm anyone where we just fell to bits. I know. now. I know. So we just got to avoid that again. And I think we will. I think we've got the be- a better mentality this time. We've got a, a manager who cares about the club this time. So I think we'll be all right. Well, we all know that I can sit here and talk about Frank Lampard 24 7, 365. That is not a qu- like, there's no it question. It was going to be called the Frank Lampard podcast, but <laughs> we, we, we decided against it. It was going to call, it's going to be called Daddy Lamps make, Makes Me Damps. But Paul absolutely <laughs> oh, was like, this is not, he's like, that's true. Yeah, because I didn't want people to know that Frank Lampard made me damp. So. <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of Frank Lampard, eh, about that press conference. So people have been like up and I saw your tweet today. People have been up in arms about, I guess, him saying like, I proved them wrong. But like, he has. That's exactly that was. So I quote tweeted you and literally just put it in like black and white print, like to say, just calm down. They said he was going to be the first to go. And how many now have we seen go prem managers three? Yeah, possibly more, yeah. Yeah, right? The top of my head, yeah. In this three, season, yeah, I think it's three. He's not the first to go. Like, so I don't know why everyone's up in arms. It's not that he's being cocky or anything. I do not get that vibe from him one bit. I just think he's saying, you literally you all thought I was going to be gonna... first to go, and, yeah. and I'm not. So you're wrong. And I don't want to see him go anywhere. You know, I no. really don't. And despite the fact that, you know, we lost on Sunday, I know that. But I honestly do believe that it was the squad. Like it was, like you said before, it was, it was just a bad laziness. day at the office. It was a bad it day at the really office. We, they were slow. They were sluggish. Their movements were just not where they should have been. I don't think... So if I don't... someone asked my, my opinion, my honest opinion, what do you think of Frank Lampard? I had this conversation with my brother. As a, as a man, I really like him and I think he's great for the club. But as a manager, I don't know. I still don't know. He's a, he's a young manager and he's come into a club that's been struggling. He's brought his own players and he needs time. So I don't actually know if he's a good manager or not yet. But I believe I believe he will be. Yeah. But right now, I don't know, which is not a bad thing, really. No. We are a work in progress. The whole club is... We're starting on level one again. Yeah, of course that's we are. we are now. And I've seen that a lot, you know, as a fan base overall we all do back him and we all will continue yeah. to back him because he has the, the club's best interest at heart and we've seen that 
you know, he's really invested in this club. I mean, and, you know, we'll get to Rich Arlison, but, you know, we, like, we needed that money to yeah. build the squad that we have. We wouldn't be where we are without that. Without him or Calvert-Lewin, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I know... One of them Cal- had to go. But apparently Rich Arlison's already spoke to Lampard in January and said, listen, no matter what, I'm going. He said, yeah. okay. Yeah. So Calvert-Lewin, obviously, you know making his debut at that match. Um, what did you think of him? Yeah, I thought he looked quite sharp when he came on. It's good to have him back. Like, um, Yeah, we just need to be patient with him, don't we? Just to ease him back in. But I think he definitely made... You've seen Everton in the last 10, 5 to 10 minutes, we, we started getting corners and McNeil started whipping the ball in and we did look more dangerous. And I think Calvert-Lewin just gives the defenders something else to think about, where there's more pay. God love me. He, he runs around. He does his best, and he holds the ball up, and he he chased down lost causes. But Calvert Lewin is a is more of a threat, in my opinion. I think Calvert Lewin is um, a lot more calculated in his movements. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's very like analytical. In he's a his... particular type of striker. He's a target man. Very. He's very very particular. That's kind of what I was looking for, and and I think. I just pray to God he stays fit because I think if he I like the reception he got, did you? Oh my God, yeah, it was brilliant. It's always a little bit dodgy with him, but I think when he came on, the whole ground was up. Like, I really liked that. I enjoyed that. He deserved it for the last time he played there in the competitive game. He kept us up. It was him. I know. His goal, I've done it. So nice to see him getting the recognition. Like His beautiful head. Like, I just wake up every morning and I'm like... Thank yeah, goodness. He's got a beautiful head. Thank face, God everything. for Calvert Lewin's skull. He is a specimen, like as a heterosexual I, male, he is a specimen. Like he's just like it's actually not fair, <laughs> like <laughs> how good looking that man is. Um, and he's very talented. And I do think, I honestly like, if he can just stay fit, I think he's he's gonna, I think he's gonna bag some bag some balls in that net this season yeah. like I really do him. think he will yeah oh we do hopefully he's done the right thing this time we've held him back because if you remember about three four weeks ago we all thought he'd be playing and he's he hasn't even been on the bench so yeah hopefully it's the club being clever this time and saying listen Dominic no we're not gonna go until you were 100% and there's no niggles no pains nothing and then we'll get you playing then so hopefully we're there now I think I think Frank's a big influence on that you know I get the vibe from from him that he's the kind of manager where he maybe he said to him, you know, give yourself another week or two, maybe just sit it out because we well we need you essentially and we need you to be as fit as you possibly can be. Well, that's why Morpay coming in and doing so well it took a lot of pressure off him, hasn't it? Because we as fans we haven't been asking where's Calvert Lewin. Yeah, because Morpay's been doing all right, but I did think Morpay was non-existent against Man United, like, which a lot of players weren't, to be honest, but I don't think he had the best of games. I'm just, re- I'm really hoping it, I'm putting it down to it was just a bad day. Yeah. A really bad day for Everton, and I hope it's not something that we're going to continue to see. Um, well, obviously, we're going to get to, does Calvert-Lewin start? Well, yeah, we can get to that later. Let's just, we'll go through a few more things, then we'll, then we'll get to, like, you know, predictions for Tottenham and stuff like that. But, um Looking at our team and our squad, we've said this, you know, me and you have talked about this before, but we have to remember that it's a very, it's a whole new team. And I think already, I mean, looking at, you know, 
Everton's social media and looking at, you know, the players in training and looking at their interviews and their little, you know, those like little, little snippets that they put out sometimes, it already seems like the dynamic of the squad is just phenomenal. Like, yeah, they all seem to get along, don't they? Yeah, it just seems fantastic. And I think that's a huge part of playing we well. We lost that. Of course we did. Like if you look, well, look, look at us this time last year with you know who, won't say his name, but the squad morale was in the toilet. Squad morale, fan morale, whole club was Everything. just in the bin. The whole club was literally like it was a dumpster fire and we were all so frustrated because we love this club so much, but we're like, we cannot get, we can't get behind this anymore. Well, even when I think we didn't, we win like four out of our first five games, but even, well, I can only speak for myself. Even I was waiting for something bad to happen. It was constantly. Ine- as it soon as inevitable. Benitez walked in, I gave him a chance or I knew something bad was going to happen. And it did. To be fair, most of us backed him. We I did. To. You we know, had we, we had to, but God, I look back now and I cringe at myself. But I mean, that's what you do when you, you know, yeah, you, you can never actively want your own football team to lose. No, absolutely not. No but chance. Things just went downhill rapidly, and um, but yeah. So see, you know, seeing that now, it really it's 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 wonderful to see that because, you know, that's half the battle for me is having that relationship off the pitch between your your, your team and then on the pitch, things just flow so much better, especially in that midfield, and that's just what made me go like, what what's going on with you guys with United? Because it was just it felt so disjointed and I was like I think why? once Adrissa Gay made that bad pass that that turned into a United goal the doubt started creeping in, in everyone's heads then yeah it's easy it just, to do. It's, it's like it filters through the rest of the team you can carry one or two players but you we were carrying six or seven in my opinion yeah and you just can't do that I play football listen nowhere near that level but sometimes you're just all off it you yeah. just want to get out of there yeah definitely one positive though was um James Garner. So we actually finally saw him yeah. uh, play play uh, in an Everton shirt, which was very exciting. So to me, he, he was impressive. Very, very. He was like strong cold, he? and bold and like forceful. I mean, he he impressed me one hundred percent. Think about him that I like. He seems to want the ball. Yeah, which is you know it sounds stupid that you know all footballers should want the ball, but. He will actively go looking for it. He doesn't mind taking it in difficult spots as well. He wants the ball and he wants to make stuff happen. And he almost scored. Yeah. He nearly put that one in the top corners and De Gea got to it, the twat. But uh, no, he, he looked really good when he came on. I think you'll see him in the team soon. And I'll, I'll talk about the team selection later, but I think they might try and get him in somewhere, me personally. Yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, like, you know what? It, it He impressed me when... There was one point where he was running up sort of, you know, on the on the right side of the pitch because that's where, you know, he would have passed me. And um, he was just, like, dominating. Yeah. Like, that's the, like, that's only what I was like, oh, my God, he's, like, dominating this pitch right now. Like, he was just so, like, aggressive. We looked like we were going to score when he came on, didn't we? That's when yeah. we started, like, we looked like we were going to score. And I was like, God, like, we, we, we needed this energy in the first half, like, you know, and – if if we can go back now, would you have started McNeil over Gordon? Yes. Mm. Yes, but hindsight's a wonderful thing. And I I said I wanted Gordon in the team. But yeah. 
If we're going to talk about Andy Gordon, we might as well. I thought he was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Stunk the gaff out. And I'm a big fan of Anthony Gordon as well, but yeah. I'm going to say, and it's not a very nice thing to aim at a player, I think he just couldn't be bothered yeah. on last week. I'm not saying he can't be bothered all the time. I don't believe that. I just think on that day, he just couldn't be bothered. Luke yeah. Shaw just bounced them all over Goodison Park. He didn't have a clue what to do with them. Yeah. Well, he's Dominated got, them. He, he's got five yellows now, right? So he's he's suspended. It's his body language for me, Melinda. I don't know what's going on. Listen, He's fitter than I'll ever be, you know what I mean? He can run around longer than I'll ever be able to run around for, but if this stood on the halfway line, your hands on your knees, it doesn't look good to me personally. People will say, oh, well, you know, it's just a footballer getting his breath back, but to me it sends out the wrong signals. I've never seen that last season. I just I didn't see it. Maybe I wasn't looking, but it doesn't look good to me. Yeah. He can't If he wants to leave, which I'm not saying he does, he can't move anywhere till January, so he's stupid if he downs tools on us. So it's pointless. You might as well try it his best till January. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing wrong if he wants to go. No. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, we've been through this now with, with Anthony Gordon. Like Charleston. all of, yeah. With there's room there's, well, there's been rumors about Anthony Gordon, right? Like was it sorry, was it Chelsea? It was Chelsea, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you would see both sides of the spectrum on Twitter of people, you know, saying, yeah, you want God, it was 60 mil at one point taken. We could, you know, do wonders with the squad with that kind of money or no. I wanted to keep him. Hold, hold on to him, keep him. Exactly. So we've seen both arguments, but if we're going to continue to see this, like, I mean, and I love Anthony Gordon, like I am a huge fan, but if we're going to be seeing this kind of behavior all the time, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, not I mean, uh, just do your job. Good. I mean, we don't know. There could be other things you might be well or something or something's going on in his life. And I don't yeah. think he'd ever, ever down tools on everything, but I've just seen something on Sunday that I've never seen before. And I've never said that he, he's not working hard, but he wasn't working hard on Sunday. He yeah. wasn't. And I know because that's where that's where I sit in the ground. I'm on that side. He's over on my side. It's it's not it wasn't good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, Lukaku wanted to leave Everton. He scored 25 goals before he left. Richarlison kept us in the Premier League before he left. Yeah. Do your job. Do your Exa- job. Exactly. Just do your job at the end of the day. Like, you're only going to hurt yourself and your career more if you're just kind of, like, yeah. not really And again, I'll say, we're not saying that Anthony Gordon is down on tools on Everton, but that performance on Sunday, for me, was well below standards that we expect as Evertonians. It wasn't acceptable. Yeah. But good point, though. I mean, overall, like, I do hope, I mean, there's nothing going on with him. You know, like, I do yeah, hope, yeah. I do hope he's all right. I hope that there's nothing serious going on. I hope it's not, This you break know, might do him good. Little weekend off. I definitely yeah. think it will. Absolutely. And this is probably what he needs. Because he's suspended, any? he? Yeah. He is, yeah. Yeah. So, in that case, I mean, it's going to be Dwight McNeil, isn't it, against Spurs? Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm okay with, really. Um, in terms of <laughs> so, I guess Dwight McNeil I... or Garner, James Garner I might put up play a Wobby out wide, but we'll talk about that later. You never know. Would you do that? I don't know. I just I think it could be an option. I, I don't know if it's, but it is an option. See, I'm torn between 
like fucking with that midfield because okay we saw one bad performance okay whatever you yeah. know what I mean like so I'm like okay do we do we screw around with that little juju that we've got going on there or do we leave it for one more game and then do we actually pull a Wobi out and sort of put him up a little bit higher on the pitch I See, don't I've know. got a feeling that a Wobi may play right wing back but he's done it before yeah he played well he yeah played well exactly there. I don't want him to by the way just on record to say I want him to stay in midfield, but I just I've got a feeling he could play right and James Garner could come in the middle. So you'd put Drop Garner Coleman. in the middle and then you put um um I've got a feeling I've just said drop Coleman. I've got a feeling he could play Coleman as a centre back with Cody and Tarkovsky and play Alex Awobi on the right wing back position. Uh-huh. And Onana Garner. James Garner has the midfield three. Onana, Gana Gay, and, and James Gar- Garner. And Garner. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Garner. <laughs> Ghana. Garner and Ghana. Okay. All right. I see. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's possible. It's probably a load of bollocks what I'm talking about. You'll get, as you listen to these podcasts, you'll realize that I talk a load of bollocks. So keep tuning in. Nice voice crack. That was That was really working for you. Really? <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay, all right, let's get back to business. Um so Spurs preview. <laughs> He's Brazilian. <laughs> how are we feel about him. We can't how, we can't <laughs> not talk about Richarlison. Come on. We have He's to God, isn't he? Of course he fucking is. I mean, I spoke, to you last week. I spoke to you last week and I said Ronaldo would score, didn't I? We both said that, to be fair. I said Ronaldo's going to score, get a 700 call. It's just written in the stars that yeah. Richarlison will score. And he probably will celebrate, and I don't blame him. Yeah. Not that we've done anything wrong to him, but it's his job. Go and celebrate you know, a goal, I don't mind. You know what? I don't I've, mind. I, I've heard conflicting things. I've heard people go... Nah, nah, no. Nah. He respects Everton fans too much. He won't do that. And I'm like, Richarlison's one of the biggest shit houses I've ever known. He's he also like, respects he... Tottenham fans, and he belongs to them, though. And I mean, and exactly, like I. Either way, I'm I'm not bothered. I'd be like, yeah, Richie, do your thing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It is what yeah. it is. And it, but do do you think he's gonna play? Because I thought he had a uh, was it a knee a knee injury? Is he not? He's been playing, isn't he? Been did he play in Europe in the week? Didn't he? I don't think he's been playing. I don't actually know. I, haven't I been think he's. Attention. I think he didn't I play read... in the last. He didn't play last week, did he? Didn't I start. Think, I think I read somewhere he had a knee problem or something like that. But so, I maybe he won't start. But watch, he'll come on and he'll fucking score. Obviously, whatever. Everton. Everton. Paddy Kane's got a score as well. So we are Everton. <laughs> Uh, is Harry Kane in your fantasy still? Yes. Premier League? Yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't afford him. <laughs> but watch, I don't want to drop Salah because then he's going to start scoring left and right again as soon as I drop him. Just watch. Play so your I- wild card. We'll discuss it off camera. Don't want to bore people with their fantasy yeah. football. Okay, sorry. Um... 
So are you going to start Calvert-Lewin? Yes or no? No. Because I'm not going to like this. I think we've lost. I think this is a game. Town is a loss for me, this game. And I'll never really go against Everton. But I just I take a draw now if you're offered it to me. Just think we need Mopay up there just, just to persecute them a little bit. And then hopefully, please God, if we're still in the game with an hour gone, then put Calvert Luna. But if he's fit to go, play him. It's, it's one of them, isn't it? I don't know. What would you do? No, I wouldn't start him personally. I I believe uh, Frank Lampard has said that um, he's going to build up his minutes, basically, and then they'll probably start yeah. him. I could see him maybe starting against Palace. Maybe Newcastle. I have a feeling if he starts against Newcastle, something bad will happen to him. Don't ask. Don't ask me why I have that feeling, but I just do. Yeah, I'll just before we go any further, we'll go on record to say on this podcast we don't like Newcastle. Well, I don't anyway. I just don't get where this whole Newcastle thing... It's coming from me now because I just don't like them. No, but there's this huge thing on Twitter as well with Newcastle fans, and I don't know where it started from. Sunderland aren't there, are they? So they're looking to... I think it's because Pickford's in goal as well, to be honest with you. Pickford is the epitome of Sunderland. He is like like a a scouser, but he's a proper macham. He is properly Sunderland, so... They don't like him, so they don't like Everton because of Pickford. But Tim Pot Club, Tim Pot fans, go away. Swat. Oh, my gosh. So we're not starting Calvert-Lewin. I think we both agree on that. No, I wouldn't start Calvert-Lewin against Tottenham, no. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Um, I, I'm surprised. Good to have him back, though, isn't it? It's good that he's in the conversation now. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But I'm surprised that you said to me, you're not going to like this, but but I'm the one who said to you, Paul, we're going to get bummed by Tottenham. That was literally <laughs> word for word what I I'm said I'm talking to, to the viewers. They're not going to like this. Oh, I thought you meant me. You're not going to yeah. like it. And I was like, dude, I'm the one who said to you, Paul, we're going to get bummed by Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I mean, we I probably are. You know what? I've been to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Oh, have you? Yeah, last season, yeah. And Never would have guessed. We've got B5-0. And I think maybe that's still in me a little bit, but we are a better outfit going there this season. Oh, that we was are. a rough game, Matt. That was back in March, wasn't it? That oh, was rough. Back on the coach at halftime. Yeah, I mean, I was watching in a pub on a TV, to be fair, and I couldn't even, I was like, nah. In America? No, in Canada, I, I, sorry. I was actually in, um, <laughs> I was in Stockport, actually, yeah, I was in Stockport and I was watching it in a pub. Really? Yeah. There you go then. I, well, I, up then. I, I flew back to do uh, uh, a nursing exam, remember, in February? Of and course, then I, yeah. And then I, and I actually flew out the next the next day I flew out. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll go catch the match. And then I was like, yeah, that was a bad idea. I think that's when Frank <laughs> Lampard realised that what, what a big job he had on his hands. Yeah, he tried to bad. he tried to go at Tottenham, and Michael Keane just got swallowed up. Yeah, and like, oh shit, these players aren't very good that I'm managing here. I'm gonna have to change the way we play completely. And it's yeah. that game not done that. Yeah, honestly, I just like try and block out that. Spurs aren't great. Season. Listen, I'm talking like Spurs. This 
superpower in football they're not they've, but they've got no Son, Son and Kane are sensational footballers okay. they are. they've got two absolute powerhouses so I mean you know what I mean like they hustle yeah so yeah on paper they should be beating Everton but football's not one on a piece of paper no I mean I hope they surprise us 100% I hope it's you know if if, if we can get a draw I would be I would be made up with that, but um give a good account of ourselves. Listen, I don't like losing, I hate losing, but if you can give a, a better performance than last season and give them an actual game, that'll do for me. Yeah, definitely. So in terms of your prediction then, give me okay, give me a realistic pr- prediction and then a prediction that a realistic prediction. you hope for. You hope for. I think it'll be realistically 3-1 Tottenham. Mm. Hoping it'll be 1-0 Everton. Let's go 1-0 Everton. I'm going for it. 1-0 Everton. Okay. So, you you know what? The more I'm sitting here thinking about, like, you know, our defence and, I mean, looking at United, to be fair, like, you know, look at the talent they have, the money they've spent... It's a it's it's a decent squad, and we only conceded two. And we gave them the goals. And we gave them we gave them away. So honestly, I'm going with one one draw. Take that, definitely. Yeah. Realistically, it, it like like I was going to actually go with what you said one 0 Everton. I, that would be the dream result, but I do yeah. think it will be one one, and it will be a Richarlison goal. <laughs> would you make any change? Would Would you make any changes? Would James Garner come in? Like, now that you've said that, it's kind of made my brain go, doop boop 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 <laughs> kind of got me thinking now. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, I think that, that, that's a lot of changes to make. You yeah. know, that's a lot of changes to make. I think originally, make. sorry, originally at the beginning of the season, I think the plan was to play five at the back. Yeah. And because Cody and Tarkovsky have done so well, it's changed everything that you can actually play a four five one or four three three, whatever whatever way you want to look at it. But I just think now with injuries and it's a bit harsh on Seamus Coleman to say get him out the team, but I just think Alex Awobi's the go to man and he could play him as a right wing back. Yeah, but, but I don't also... be surprised if it if it's exactly the same team, apart from Gordon from McNeil. No, but I, I do think that Coleman's been absolutely solid. Told he had a dodgy first half last week, but the Second whole squad had a dodgy game, you know. Yeah. Like, and that's why I'm not, I'm not gonna just single him out. I think the whole squad was just. Yeah, no, I think it's very harsh on on James Coleman. Like people are saying he's finished at this level. I don't agree with that. No, I, I personally thought he, I thought he was solid. And Mikalenko for me, I mean, I said this to you after the match as well. For me, I thought, I thought he was brilliant. See, I thought first half, I thought that Anthony had him on toast. Second half, he got a lot better. He did get a lot better. But I thought first half that Anthony for Man United just tore him to shreds, personally. But as you say, first half, did anyone have Everyone a good game? Everyone was a bit off, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. It just It's too bad because we really did see things picking up in the second half. And like typical Everton fashion, it's just too late. Ran out of time, didn't we? It was too late. Yeah. Yeah. If we had 10 more minutes on that, on that clock, I do think we could have tied it up. I think Garner yeah. could have gotten something, but oh well, here we are. Um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, realistically speaking, what you're saying has piqued my interest, to be honest, but I would not be surprised, like you just said, if the only change that he's made is McNeil for uh, Anthony Gordon. I think it's about Dwight McNeil as well. He allowed James Coleman out a lot. Mm-hmm. If that's what he's brought from his Burnley days. He knows how to defend. He'll work hard. So it's not a bad change to be making. No, definitely not. What about you? What would be your lineup, I guess? My lineup. See, I've been thinking about four mates. That's why I've come up with that one. But I would so, go with so the five at the back of me. See, I had I knew you were gonna say that. But people are gonna come for you, Paul, because everyone hates the five at the back. And I, I kind of hate it myself because then I've think- seen You've I've got to be this... adaptable in football. I just think this could be the one of the games where we need to do it. I think if we go into this as five at the back, that's going to show them that we're not there for goals. We're purely yeah. just there to defend, and that's literally all we're there for. And I want us to try and get a result. Yeah, I do as well. I just, I'm not, I'm trying to think, like, I'll never be a football manager, but I'm just thinking in the psyche of Frank Lampard, I just think he might, he might go for the five at the back. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's just the same. Let's hope it's the same. And we go for it, like you're saying. Yeah, and hopefully that, hopefully they've all had a little kumbaya session and can find their spark again. Because that's what I felt was missing, actually. That's it. I felt like that spark the, was just, it wasn't there on Sunday. The kickoff time, didn't it? It was terrible. Nah. Was no one could be bothered. I, I, I felt in my ground that no one could actually be asked what was going on. Yeah, exactly. Everything in the back of everyone's mind just got work in the morning. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was thinking that and it was yeah. raining and it was wet and cold. And I was just like, be asked with this right now. Yeah. As I took it back to Manchester too, I was like, nah, bro, this is not it. Yeah. So anyway, you know, we'll put that behind us and um, yeah, on to Spurs. So Paul, um, great stadium Spurs have. I'm not sure. Have you ever been? <laughs> yeah. This is a good stadium. Like, I, I mentioned like, it once. I think I've mentioned it once or twice. Yeah, I think you might have mentioned it in passing, you know, once maybe to it me is, that you've been. In all seriousness, though, it's, it's an unbelievable stadium. <laughs> I hope ours is, if ours is anything like that, wow, we've got something to look forward to. So for some context for our listeners, Paul tells me probably once a day that he's been to the <laughs> fucking Tottenham Stadium. I'm like, that's great, Paul. Love that for you. I've never been. I know it just annoy people like when I used to say I used to go to Benidorm. <laughs> now it's just... it. See, you haven't been to Benidorm, have you? So it's this ongoing joke now. Yeah. Oh God. All right. Well, um, is there anything else you want to uh, you want to bring up, Paul? No, just saying. But this is a new podcast. Just want people to get involved. Send us some questions in, and anyone feels brave enough, we'll get them on, and we can talk as well. So uh, trying to make it as laid back as possible. It's just we're just normal fans. We're just talking about Everton. We're not no one special. We don't think we're anyone special. It's just nice and chilled and. Let's talk about Everton, basically. So if you want to get on, just drop us a little message and we'll try and get you on. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's uh, that's that's a great thing to, to bring up. And we, as Paul said it, we literally are just a bunch of lads that like to just talk about Everton, talk about football in general, talk about, you know, you know, rumors being discussed, you know, um, we'll have a, tr- we'll have transfer rumors coming up in, you know, a couple of months. Um, yeah, there's lots of content to be, 
you know, spoken about. So if anybody wants to get on and speak with us, please just drop us either a message, you know, on, on Twitter. Um, you can follow us. We do have a Twitter account. It's well, obviously how you probably got to this pod by clicking on it. <laughs> but if you just found us well uh, randomly, hi, um, we're the paddock blues and it's literally just at the paddock blues. Um, so yeah, I guess that's it for this pod. Um, and yes, please send us questions. Um, we will be having, you know, as the episodes go on as well, we'll sort of be having different segments. Um, we do match day ones. We'll be trying our best to do match day ones as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. On the actual day of the game, because we, we do try and go the game. So we'll yeah, try and, uh, we'll try and get some content out to you. So on that day. me, me and Paul um, are practically at every home game. Um, a lot of the other lads as well are, are, uh, usually at every home game so yeah if uh any questions at all just give us a give us a little message <laughs> that it paul That's it, yeah. <laughs> i always feel sad saying goodbye you know and it's over don't say goodbye say see you later Oh, that was very, oh, look at you. You're a goodie, aren't you? All right, this is not goodbye. This is see you later. Farewell, Paul. Up the toffees, lad. Sports Social Podcast Network.